the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre-recorded. Do me a favor. Yeah, Pitt and uh, UPMC are back in the news, uh, and uh, Planned Parenthood's in there too. Well, actually, they're not in the news, and that gets to what my favor's about. There's a new development in the Pitt UPMC Planned Parenthood human organ harvesting story. Baby humans, by the way. Uh, maybe you've heard the story. It involves uh, Pitt harvesting organs from the bodies of the of dead babies that have been aborted. There was a good amount of evidence that the babies' hearts were still beating when their kidneys were removed. And we're going to have the details on this coming up in our next segment after the break. And uh, we're going to talk to the person who broke the story. But my question right now is, have you seen this anywhere in the local media, especially on local TV news? It's a gruesome story. It's also an excellent story if you are a real journalist, because well, Pitt's being accused of doing horrific things going back 50 or 60 years. It's a sensational story that would deliver ratings if presented properly. Pitt denies any wrongdoing, and maybe they're telling the truth. But that's what makes it a good story. There's a conflict. The question is, how is it not a huge story in Pittsburgh? Now, maybe I missed it because, you know, I do my best at not failing to miss local TV news because stories like this don't get covered and vacant house fires with with no injuries do tend to get covered. Lots of weather, too, by the way. But I do follow their Twitter feeds, and I think I have a pretty good idea of what stories they're doing. But that's where you come in. If I missed it, and it was on local TV news, please let me know. And if you hear the story in our upcoming segment and do see it on one of local TV newscasts, let me know on my Twitter feed. I'm at Steigerworld, okay? Now, how many hours of local TV news uh, do we have now every day? If you don't see the story, do me another favor. Call one or all three of them and ask why. And if they don't do the story, do yourself a favor and ask yourself why you watch ever. Chances are pretty good you don't already. That's why their uh, ratings are in the toilet. We'll have the details on the story when we come back. Also, in our second half hour, the Republicans are suing the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania because they'd like the election that's coming up in three weeks to be, you know, fair. Stick around. Hey, so uh, would you like to upgrade your bath uh, and and end up with the bath of your dreams? That would be your bathroom. Uh, the bathroom experts from Bath R Us offer complete bath and shower remodeling services. And uh, it's not an overlay. They tear it out. They replace it. And they have modern, durable tubs and showers. They're designed with an exclusive high-tech polymer liner, low-maintenance, resistant to mold and mildew, easy to clean, and it lasts for decades. Plus, it comes with a lifetime warranty. Uh, and it, there's walk-in tubs, uh, replacement showers, tub-to-shower uh, conversions, and more. Bath or Us will transform any bathroom to the bath of your dreams. Every unit, custom-built. You pick all the premium accents and accessories. All Bath or Us products are manufactured right here in the United States, and every single unit is installed by certified factory technicians in just days, not weeks, months, days. Schedule your free in-home estimate and get $1,000 off plus 18 months, same as cash. So that means zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for 18 months. Call today, 513-715-0778. That's 513-715-0778. Go to bathrus.com. That's bath, the letter R, us, dot com for the bath of your dreams. My dog was scratching and shedding like crazy around the house. When I heard about Dynavite Nutritional Supplement, I thought, why not? Couldn't hurt. We literally tried everything else. Our dog quickly took to it 
And after a couple of weeks of adding Dynavite to his food, we noticed a big difference. Our little gizmo's coat was shinier, and he almost completely stopped shedding and itching. I can't wait to see how well it helps him with his allergies as the seasons change and he's in the yard more. I'm so glad I tried Dynavite. My dog smelled so bad and scratched herself constantly. We bathed, sprayed, and bathed her again, but no results. And then I heard about Dynavite supplements for gut health, and all of the reviews sounded just like my Bella. After just two weeks, she had major improvements with the smell, and no more scratching or dragging her stomach across the carpet. And her coat is more beautiful than ever. Happier, healthier with every bite. Over a million pets helped with Dynavite. Do you know how much you're really paying for life insurance through work? I can almost guarantee you're overpaying for limited coverage. I'm Joel Clark, a select quote agent for over 20 years. My clients are shocked to learn how expensive life insurance at work really is because of a rate that's driven up by unhealthy people. Why pay more when you don't have to? For over 35 years, SelectQuote has helped people save 50% or more by shopping highly rated insurance carriers. I found a 40-year-old man with high blood pressure, a $500,000 policy for only $18 a month. Don't procrastinate. Workplace open enrollment will be here soon. Let SelectQuote save you money and get you the coverage you need to protect your family. For your free quote in just minutes, call 1-800-865-2266. That's 1-800-865-2266. 1-800-865-2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Full details on example policy and carrier ratings at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Price could vary by health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hi, I'm Jackie Dorman. Are you longing to find your soulmate, but you're tired of online dating, singles ministries, blind dates, or even being set up on bad dates by well-meaning family and friends? If none of that's worked for you and you have no idea how to meet marriage-minded men or even truly Christian men who will seek you out for a lasting, committed relationship without the head games, then I invite you to join me in my free Married in 12 Months Challenge. Look. There's nothing good or sacred or even noble about sitting in the waiting room. So in this challenge, I'm going to teach you why now is your time to find love. What are the lies that are holding you back? Why God wants you married? The biblical law of attraction and the tools you need to become a bride. Don't wait any longer. Just sign up for my free Married in 12 Months Challenge today at lovestories.com and you can step into the love story that God has already written about you. That's lovestories.com. Attention, this is a special alert for all Americans who own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles with an overpriced auto warranty or no warranty coverage at all. Due to the increase of new and used car prices, repair costs, and the price of gas, people are keeping their cars longer than ever, which is why CarShield is announcing a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan to save any driver out-of-pocket expenses on covered auto repairs. Call now to find out how you can save thousands for covered auto repairs. Yes, you heard that correctly. You could save thousands on future auto repairs. Our specialists are standing by for all drivers to call for a free quick quote. Call 800-518-1985. Vehicle protection plan pricing is at an all-time low. Plus, drivers who purchase this coverage today will receive rental car options, free roadside assistance, and free towing. Call 800-518-1985 now for your free quick quote. That's 800-518-1985. What do you have to lose? Call 800-518-1985. Again, 800-518-1985. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Well, um, it's a story that the local media haven't paid much attention to, and there could be any number of reasons why. I guess not the least of which is the amount of money they make in advertising dollars from some of the people involved. That would be UPMC, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center. It's about abortion, pit, uh, Planned Parenthood, and the harvesting of babies' organs. We've spent a lot of time talking about this, and there's a new development. And we've spent some time talking to David Delayden. He's the president and founder of the Center for Medical Progress, and he joins us again now. David, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. Wonderful to be here with you. So before we get to the latest development, uh, I'm sure there are people who maybe aren't completely aware of what's going on there. Can you give us a quick summary of what Pitt and UPMC Medical Center and Planned Parenthood have uh, all been up to uh, involving uh, the use of uh, tissue taken from aborted babies? Sure. So most people are are surprised to hear this and uh, are are not necessarily aware of this. But um, for decades now, the University of Pittsburgh 
has been a major hub for experiments funded by the NIH, funded by taxpayers, sponsored by the government, experiments using uh, the, the body parts and experiments sometimes even on, uh, on uh, live fetuses from late-term abortions. The University of Pittsburgh has been um, also a major training hub for Planned Parenthood's abortion program. There's a long-standing partnership between Planned Parenthood of Western Pennsylvania, their abortion clinic, um, and the University of Pittsburgh OPUN department, where the Planned Parenthood abortion doctors are placed on staff, on faculty, uh, at the at the at the at the University of Pittsburgh academic side, they get to run their big abortion training program and export new Planned Parenthood abortion doctors all across the country from the pit training program. And in exchange, the Planned Parenthood abortion doctors are doing the abortions to provide the fetuses for government-funded fetal experimentation at the University of Pittsburgh. Um, now, uh, just about a year ago, when um, there was there was starting to get a lot more. Uh, official um, government and, and Pennsylvania uh, legislative interest in in this issue, there was a hearing that the Pennsylvania House Health Committee uh, held in Harrisburg um, just about a, a year and a half ago in May of 2021. I testified at that hearing um, as well as a representative of the University of Pittsburgh testified at that hearing. We were sworn in under oath, swore to tell the truth, um, I told the truth in my testimony. The um, the University of Pittsburgh, in their sworn testimony, swore to the Pennsylvania House Health Committee that they were not obtaining any fetal tissue or organs from the Planned Parenthood abortion clinic in downtown Pittsburgh. Well, just a couple of weeks ago, earlier this month, witnesses outside of the Planned Parenthood abortion clinic in downtown Pennsylvania photographed and video recorded one of the University of Pittsburgh's organ harvesting companies, CORE, the Center for Organ Recovery and Education, which, which acts as a research procurement arm for the tissue bank at the University of Pittsburgh. These witnesses recorded uh, a vehicle marked for that organ harvesting company parked in the front driveway of the Planned Parenthood abortion clinic with a representative from the company carrying specimen bags with specimen tubes out of the clinic and storing them in a cooler inside the core vehicle and then he drove away with them. So it's a, it's a huge open question at this point based on this new footage and new evidence. If the University of Pittsburgh was, was swearing to tell the truth in the hearing that they were not harvesting fetal organs from Planned Parenthood, what is the university's organ harvesting company doing parked in the driveway of the Planned Parenthood clinic with coolers? Yeah. And, um, the uh, the organization CORE C O R E. I'm looking now at a picture of a car with that uh, name, uh, a, a, a sign <clears throat> taped to the um, the back window of the car, and that's where the that's where the uh, the activists uh, were out, uh, kind of checking out what was going on at Planned Parenthood, and that's when they spotted it. So, <clears throat> um, what what do you know about CORE's association with Pitt? You mentioned a little bit there just a second ago, but how closely uh, tied are the two, Pitt and CORE, C-O-R-E? Yes, so, so they work very closely together um, and have for, for a number of years, uh, even, even um, I think decades as, as far as I understand from, from some, some local people on the ground there. Um, you can find on the University of Pittsburgh's website when they describe the services that are available through um, what Pitt calls their Health Sciences Tissue Bank um, or their Pitt Biospecimen Corps. Um, is the the uh, the program that the University of Pittsburgh runs for its um, for its its uh, researchers to obtain human organs and tissues for experimentation? Um, the Pitt Tissue Bank uh, has has been a major and increasing supplier of of aborted fetal tissue and organs um, and aborted fetuses for the experiments at Pitt. Um, and on the university's website, when they describe the services available through the tissue bank. Um, they explicitly name CORE as, um, as, as basically the operational arm of the tissue bank that is in charge of obtaining uh, the healthy, normal specimens for, for, uh, for distribution to university researchers through the tissue bank. So CORE so basically operates as, a, as, as an operational arm of the university's tissue bank. 
So, um, so any, any, um, any operationalized fetal tissue harvesting um, very much looks like it could be happening through core. Now, could, could Pitt claim that they have no idea what the, the person from core was picking up at Planned Parenthood unless you had someone follow that car back to Pitt and show and had some evidence that they were delivering the stuff to Pitt? I think at this point, the University of Pittsburgh is going to have to explain more in detail um, where it obtains its fetal tissue and fetal organs for experiments and what the harvesting process is for obtaining them. My organization, the Center for Medical Progress, has had a FOIA request with the federal government, with the NIH, for a couple of years now pending, um, where we've been trying to get a full unredacted copy of the University of Pittsburgh's grant application for um, for something called the GoodMap Project, which is a big fetal kidney harvesting program that the university has been running for many years. And the core section, the, the key section of that document, where it actually describes uh, where, uh, where where the pregnant women are being targeted, uh, where um, where the fetuses are being harvested, the protocols and processes for obtaining the organs and storing them and moving them around and things like that, the page and a half to two pages of that that, that covers that in Pitt's grant application to the NIH is completely blacked out and completely redacted. And so all we have to go on is this very vague denial that the University of Pittsburgh's representative made under oath to the, to the House Health Committee a year ago. So I think that's not good enough when their own organ harvesting company is parked in the front driveway of the Planned Parenthood Clinic. Uh, it's also the case that that Planned Parenthood Clinic exists as a satellite clinical location of the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, um, based on the, uh, you know, the information in the OBGYN, in the, um, the annual report of Pitt's OBGYN department, where they describe their satellite clinical locations, the places where Pitt faculty are deployed. Uh, to work under contract for the university and these satellite locations like Planned Parenthood of Western Pennsylvania. Um, so the University of Pittsburgh you know, can and has <laughs> claimed and said whatever they want to, even under oath, to try to avoid scrutiny for their participation in these abortion programs with Planned Parenthood and the experiments that they're doing on the aborted fetuses. But that's not good enough. They need to start showing more transparency and to start releasing the documents and they need to explain what their organ harvesting company was doing parked in the driveway of that Planned Parenthood clinic. And if Pitt doesn't want to explain it, then Planned Parenthood has to explain it. And if Planned Parenthood doesn't want to explain it, then CORE has to explain it. Um, so there's at least three different entities here that local officials in Pennsylvania should be demanding answers from, because right now it looks like Pitt lied under oath. Um, and if, if why, would, um, why would Pitt be so... Uh, interested in, in such a strong denial of having any association with this, um, I, I mean, isn't that in itself an indictment of what's going on there, that Pitt doesn't want to be a, a publicly associated with it? So why wouldn't Absolutely. they be bragging you know, about they, it? They say, yeah, they say, they say that the, that the cover-up is, is worse than the crime, right? Although in this case, right. it, you know, in this case, it might sort of be the exception that proves the rule because, uh, because the fetal experimentation that Pitt has been involved in for decades is horrific and barbaric, um, and they absolutely do not want the public uh, to, to know about it. So the GoodMap program that I mentioned that we're trying to get the full unredacted grant application for, um, just within the, the heavily redacted version of the application that we have now, the University of Pittsburgh advertises to the NIH and trying to get this multi-million dollar contract for supplying fresh aborted fetal kidneys. The University of Pittsburgh advertises that the reason that they're going to be the best site to give this grant money to is because the University of Pittsburgh will be tracking and recording the ischemic time of the, of the aborted fetal kidneys. Ischemia meaning the time when blood flow or circulation is lost to the organ. Right. So Pitt is saying that they're going to be able to track and record the precise time that blood flow, that circulation stops to the kidneys of the baby. Uh, and they're saying that they are going to take steps to keep that to an absolute minimum. And they say further on in the application that they will be doing they will be using labor induction abortions uh, in order to do so. So what they're saying in plain language that they're just going to be they're just going to be putting putting pregnant women into labor 
to deliver the babies with uh, with with con- with circulation continuing, so they can track the exact time that it stops and keep it to a minimum. If you put all that together, what it says in plain language is that Pitt is delivering these fetuses alive and keeping them alive as long as possible to harvest the freshest organs for the NIH. Um, and and the and the list goes on. I mean, there's video recordings on YouTube from several decades ago from some of the some of the um, some of the grand celebrated uh, researchers from the University of Pittsburgh from the, the 1930s and the 1940s and the 1950s doing recording themselves doing live fetal on live aborted children. It's been something of a tradition in the science program at Pitt for many years now. Um, and we've documented all of this on, on my website at centerformedicalprogress.org. Um, and then certainly the, the, uh, the, high, the heavily enmeshed uh, relationship that Pitt has with, um, with Planned Parenthood um, only makes the scandal bigger. Um, and it may even be, you know, it may be that because of, because of Pitt's association with Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood may be leaning on them um, in order to so strongly uh, deny all of this and, and participate in the cover-up with Planned Parenthood. So I think those are, those are probably some of the things that are going on here. Yeah, and, and um, again, uh, what you just said is that Pitt is bragging about doing this as a way to get money from the government, meaning, of course, the people listening to this show are paying for it. Yes, absolutely. Uh, most of, much, much of the fetal experimentation taking place at the University of Pittsburgh is government sponsored, funded by the NIH. There are you know millions and millions of dollars in taxpayer um, in taxpayer research grant money um, that is at stake here for the University of Pittsburgh, um, as well as the, uh, the the state taxpayer funding that the university receives as a as a as a public school in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Um, and because of uh, you know because of the you know the public constituent outrage at these barbaric practices. Pro-life, um, pro-life representatives in Pennsylvania were starting this summer to agitate for, um, you know, for, for defunding the university until they come clean um, about these programs and agree to stop them. Uh, and, they, and they haven't done that. Um, and as you mentioned, of course, the you know, UPMC, the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, is a huge employer, huge advertiser, huge economic business force um, in, Western, in the Western Pennsylvania region. Um, and their facilities are directly implicated in this behavior. So, um, so you know, so of course they're, you know, you know, people people are familiar with the the saying now, go woke, go broke. Well, you know, this is sort of the you know the height of pro-abortion wokeness, experimenting on on late-term aborted babies being delivered alive with government money. Um, a business like the University of Pittsburgh, I think, would be wise to uh, you know to to stop that kind of activity. Um, and to completely uh, dissociate themselves from anyone who advocates for it or wants to continue it. I have a little bit less than a minute left here with uh, David DeLayden. He's the president and founder of the Center for Medical Progress. The only problem, David, is that you really can't have a scandal if nobody knows about it. People who listen to this show know about it, but here in Pittsburgh, uh, this has gotten little or no coverage that I know of. You know that's that's kind of that's kind of the the case across the board with a lot of really important things and important stories right now, right? I mean, that's not a reason to stop talking about them. That's the reason that we have to talk about them more. We have to talk about them louder. And it's going to be a heavy lift, but we're gonna you know we're gonna break it down and we're gonna do it piece by piece um, with uh, with good independent media like your show, um, uh, investigative reporting like that comes out from my organization and other organizations like us um and uh you know they're 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 trying to take away our first amendment but they haven't done it yet so we can keep on talking we can keep on speaking uh the information is out there and we have to demand that people in positions of authority um follow follow through um and demand the truth and demand accountability hey david i'm out of time i appreciate you coming on i I have a feeling we'll be talking about this again thank you thank you so much All right, that's David DeLayden. He's president and founder of the Center for Medical Progress, and we will be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Volleys of drones and explosions have hit the Ukraine capital of Kiev. Explosive-laden suicide drones struck as families were preparing to start their week. The blasts echoing across the city, sending people scurrying to shelters. City Mayor Vitaly Klitschko says the capital's central district was hit, damaging several apartment blocks and setting fire to a non-residential building. There's been no immediate word on casualties. Witnesses posted videos of drones buzzing across the bright morning skies over the city and of what sounded like gunshots of people trying to shoot them down. I'm Charles Diladesma. Almost 100 people, mostly from Haiti, rescued from an overcrowded boat off the Florida coast. They had been at sea for a week and had no food or water for two days, according to the Coast Guard. The Dow had 573 points. The S&P 500 is up 95. This is SRN News. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-549-8866. That's 800-549-8866. 800-549-8866. Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. The battle lines are drawn. The war for America's soul is on the line. Learn who's on the right side. Join Salem Media Group and this station for the Battleground Talkers Tour as the best minds in conservative media and thought dissect the coming midterm election. Wired Differently presents Gallagher, Hewitt, Prager, and Tatum, the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 20th at the Doubletree by Hilton and Greentree. Tickets at TheAnswerPGH.com. Sponsored in part by Abernethy and Hagerman Law. Whose rulebook do you want to play by, the government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. I'll second guest dinners with friends because they can be interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints. Call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit creoninfo.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N info.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On outbound 28, slightly better than before, but still a pretty big delay. Butler Street up to RIDC Park, at least an extra 15 minutes. 837 is heavy with construction between Coal Valley Road and Grant Avenue. On the Parkway East, the usual volume outbound. Glenwood up to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. Inbound starting to improve. 65 slows outbound approaching McKees Rocks Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. Low clouds tonight, freezing temperatures in the normally colder spots. Tonight's low 34. Rather cloudy tomorrow and cold with a rain or snow shower in spots of the morning, followed by a shower in spots in the afternoon, high 43. Breezy Wednesday, we'll see a shower in places in the morning. Otherwise, it'll be cold with a thick cloud cover. We'll reach a high Wednesday of 43. With your AccuWeather forecast, 
I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. This is the John Stackerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, the election is three weeks from tomorrow, which means we probably won't be getting the results in Pennsylvania until at least four weeks from tomorrow. That's kind of how elections work around here. Have to count all those ballots that come in after Election Day, and that's why so many people don't trust the results anymore. The Republican National Committee is suing the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania because of some of the built-in stupidity. Gates McCavick is Strategic Communications Director for the Republican National Committee, and he joins us now. Gates, thanks for being here. Hey, thank you for having me on. So what's the lawsuit about, Gates? So, you know, as you said, um, basically the Democrat Secretary of State in Pennsylvania, Lee Chapman, um, she is going to, she's planning to allow undated mail-in ballots to be counted. So ballots that have not had the appropriate date uh, written on them or no date at all. Now, the U.S. Supreme Court just about a week ago um, put out a ruling about this saying that undated ballots should not be counted. And Democrats in Pennsylvania don't seem to care. They've brazenly said they're just going to defy the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, and so we're holding them accountable. So we sued with the Pennsylvania Republican Party and the NRCC, the National Republican uh, Congressional Committee. And uh, it's, it's a joint effort to hold Democrats accountable in Pennsylvania, because as you noted, um, um, before I came on, you know, unfortunately, Pennsylvania has kind of become an election integrity laughingstock because of years of Democrat mismanagement. And so it, it falls to Republicans to hold those Democrats accountable. And that's what this lawsuit's about. So but what good reason uh, could the Democrats have for not wanting to follow the law and eliminate ballots that aren't dated other than cheating? I think it's just it's a history of, you know, skirting the rules. It, and this is a, an ongoing problem because the Pennsylvania legislature has also put down laws on the books saying that this shouldn't happen. But they don't seem to care. This is another example. Pennsylvania Democrats allow counties to process ballots differently, uh, which is also against Pennsylvania's constitution. We sued about that as well. I don't know what Democrats are doing, why they're doing it. But I do know that what they're doing is against Pennsylvania law and it's against Supreme Court rulings. Um, so again, this is, you know, they're finding out what it means when you, when you defy the law, you will get sued by Republicans and, uh, and we're looking forward to the result of the suit. Well, uh, Lee Chapman is the secretary of the Commonwealth and she's already said she's not going to pay attention to what the U S Supreme court says on, on this subject. How can the results of a close election be accepted if she doesn't? I think, you know, that's, that's why we're, that's why we're in this lawsuit. I'm hoping that, you know, it's, uh, we're able to make it not, not razor thin and that Dr. Oz just pushes ahead of John Fetterman. But this, again, like this, to, to certify that these results are trustworthy, we need to have transparency, right? And this is all very anti-transparency. It's, Democrats have not explained the rationale for why they're doing this. They've provided no reason for why they have to break the law just to run an election. I mean, compare it to a state like Florida, right? Florida is a massive state. It's even bigger than Pennsylvania. And Florida handles their elections the right way on time. You know, there's two time zones in Florida, and they know the results the next morning. So it can be done. The difference is just Republican and Democrat leadership. And do you think it's um, uh, ineptitude or some kind of malfeasance that causes Pennsylvania to have so many more problems than a state like Florida? Because, I mean, I, I, I have to always allow for incompetence, because that's definitely a factor. I think maybe some combination of both. I'm, I'm not sure. If I could get inside the Democrats' heads, I'm sure that <laughs> yeah. um, I, I'd be getting paid much more. I don't know why they do what they do, but I do know that they're letting down Pennsylvania voters. You're a Pennsylvania voter, and you're saying you have legitimate concerns, and that makes sense. We, like, we hear that, and, and that's why this lawsuit's getting filed. We've actually filed uh, on election integrity lawsuits nationwide in 20 states so far this cycle with the RNC. We've made election integrity one of our top, top issues. We're spending millions of dollars on it. We also, we also just sued uh, the Michigan Secretary of State for restricting poll watchers. We sued the North Carolina Board of Elections for restricting poll watchers. Um, you know, we're ready to put our chips down on the table and, and get these Democrats to answer in court. Now, it, the state legislature is supposed to be in charge of this, right? Determining election yeah, laws? By the Pennsylvania Constitution, the state legislature is supposed to set the yeah. election laws. It's Democrats who continually just flout them. I mean, and the state legislature has done a good job. They've, they've put multiple good election integrity bills, uh, you know, requiring voter ID, things like that. They've put bills in front of Tom Wolf 
but Tom Wolf has vetoed them consistently, which is, you know, very disappointing. And again, it's just a disservice to voters in the Keystone State. Pennsylvanians deserve to uh, to have faith that their elections are free, fair, and transparent, and Democrats are, are stripping them of that faith, and it's wrong, and it's against the law, and that's why they're being held accountable. We're talking to Gates McGavick. He's the Strategic Communications Director for the Republican National Committee about a lawsuit being filed against the uh, Commonwealth of Pennsylvania by the RNC. Um, so, so can this uh, lawsuit be heard in time for the election? It has to be, right? I think so, yeah. We're, we're not 100% sure of the timeline in the court yet, but we're, we're hoping for a, a quick resolution. Because this issue is happening right now, just to give you an example. So in June, a Lancaster, Lancaster County woman was indicted for two forgery offenses. Uh, she faked the dates on her ballots and voted for a dead person. And that's just one person who was indicted, right? So you have to assume that when you take the guardrails off, uh, uh, the problems start. And so we're hoping for a quick resolution because obviously this has major implications for the upcoming election. Now, if the Republicans lose the suit, um, what can they do to make sure that the numbers aren't inflated by phony, undated, and other phony ballots? So we've also been building a massive political election integrity operation on the ground, and that means training and recruiting poll watchers and poll workers to actually be at the polls through early voting and on election night to have eyes on the process and make sure that only legal votes are counted. We've recruited and trained thousands of poll workers and poll watchers in Pennsylvania already, and we're still conducting trainings. Um, we have a two-pronged approach. We have the boots on the ground, our political program, our poll watchers, and then we have the lawyers in the room on election night uh, who, who are there in a war room on election night working with Republicans to make sure that they can respond to any legal challenges in real time. We're more prepared for election day than we've ever been in the history of the RNC. Well, it's interesting that the uh, the legislature is supposed to be in charge of this, uh, and the Democrats just ignore that, uh, when it just so happens that the Republicans are in control of the legislature. It's uh, yeah. kind of a, I guess it's just a coincidence. Yeah, right, right. Funny how that works. It, they have, I mean, look, the legislature is made up of elected officials. They are Pennsylvanians' voice. That's how the Democratic process is supposed to work. They get elected, they make laws on behalf of their constituents. And to have the Secretary of the Commonwealth just say, no, oh, that means nothing to me. I mean, frankly, it's, it's completely disgraceful. It's completely turning her back on the people that she claims to serve. And again, I mean, we, you know, we never want to get involved in these, in these lawsuits unless we have to, but we had to. This is, a, this is a real problem, and we're sparing no expense in making sure that we fix it. So uh, as long as we're talking about the election in Pennsylvania, um, I guess there was a time when uh, not that long ago when it didn't look like it was going to be a factor because uh, Oz was so far behind uh, Fetterman. But what what are your polls telling you about, well, about the two big races uh, for governor and U.S. Senate right now? I think all the polls are trending in the right direction. Um, and I think that Fetterman has just, you know, his campaign is really imploding, and it's for two reasons. Number one, um, his policy is insane. It's way out of step with Pennsylvania voters. Um, this is a guy who wants to release one third of all prison inmates, even as we experience a crime wave. He wants to legalize heroin. Uh, he opposes life sentences for violent murderers. He didn't even show up to work most of the time as, as mayor of Braddock and as lieutenant governor. And then, of course, there are questions about his capacity to do the job. We obviously hope that he gets better and puts his health first. That's the most important thing. Um, but I think this, this debate in a couple of weeks with Dr. Oz is going to be very revealing. And in contrast, Dr. Oz is running a great campaign. He's showing up. In every county, he's everywhere all at once. He's talking to voters, hearing their concerns. And I think uh, he's, he's really started to generate some momentum, so we're feeling good about it. What about the governor's race? How's that look? You know, I, I haven't seen the most recent point. I know that Doug Mastriano is running a very grassroots-focused campaign. Um, Josh Shapiro, just his record is so, so terrible. I mean, you have this crime crisis in Pennsylvania, and here's the guy who was, who was Pennsylvania's top law enforcement officer, as it unfolded, right? So I think that's, that's a record that you can't really run on. And I think this is very much going to be a crime-focused election in Pennsylvania nationwide just because things have gotten so bad. And uh, there's a reason that law enforcement officials everywhere do not support Josh Shapiro. It's interesting um, that um, it, it could turn out that the Republicans win one and lose one. That's happened before where the, governor, the governor's race might go in, in the favor of the Democrats and the Republicans could still win the Senate. That's kind of the way yeah, Pennsylvania we're, we're, goes. 
we're hoping Republicans win across the board. We've built a big political infrastructure in Pennsylvania. We've held thousands of trainings. We're knocking on millions of doors, um, contacting voters day in, day out. We run a grassroots-focused political operation the way that our chairwoman, Ronna McDaniel, likes to say. The RNC builds the road that candidates drive on. And we've really we've sunk millions and millions of dollars into building this infrastructure in Pennsylvania nationwide. And uh, we're hoping that it'll secure the Senate and the House in November. How close do you think it's going to be, though? Um, is it going to be close enough that these things like the lawsuit are going to uh, be important because uh, it could come down to a few thousand votes? You know, it, it, it could be close. There's obviously, you know, people are tuning in right now. I do think, again, the trend is very much in a positive direction. If you look at polls over the past few months in these key Senate races, the trends are all Republican candidates picking up steam and Democrats falling behind as, uh, as their records are more exposed. So I think we're just we're feeling good. we're in a good position, but we know we need to run through the tape in November. We're talking to Gates McGavick. He's the Strategic Communications Director for the Republican National Committee. Uh, how much is a abortion going to be uh, a factor? Is that is that could the could abortion um, determine the winners in both of these, the, the governor and the Senate race? I don't think so. In pretty much every poll we see, abortion is is never really uh, never a top issue. It's either a distant second or down, you know, third or fourth most important. This is an election that's going to be decided on inflation, skyrocketing costs, and then crime, the murder rate across the country, and then also. Of course, the open border, which has flooded our country with deadly fentanyl, and now fentanyl is the leading cause of death for Americans age 18 to 45. So I think this is more an election about those everyday issues, you know, filling up your car at the gas pump, getting food for your kids to feed them before school. That's all become incredibly expensive, and uh, people feel that. And then people feel not being safe in their communities. It's a very scary thing. Um, I think this is very much an election about, about crime, about the economy, and uh, polling shows that voters trust Republicans on both those issues by wide margin. So we feel like we have we have the right message at the right time. And meanwhile, Joe Biden is out there telling people not to worry about inflation. He's got he's got that covered. He's got it under control. Yeah, right. He's the most out of touch president ever. Right. He he signed the Inflation Reduction Act, which actually increases inflation. And then he went on a beach vacation. You just got to wonder how many Pennsylvanians had to cancel vacations because of skyrocketing costs as Joe Biden goes on a vacation almost every week. Yeah, so uh, I have a question for you. This is about, um, this is kind of a little bit off the subject, but uh, we were talking about abortion a second ago. And, and in our previous segment, which you obviously didn't hear, but there's a story here in Pittsburgh about uh, Pitt. Uh, and I'm wondering why the Republicans aren't, and, and I apologize if I'm kind of ambushing you with this, but I just thought about it after listening, after doing this segment we just did. Uh, there's a story about uh, possibly Pitt um, and uh, UPMC, which is a gigantic uh, force here in, in Western PA, University of Pittsburgh Medical Center, spends tons of money mm-hmm. on advertising, creates all kinds of jobs. Anyway, um, the story is out there that it's possible that they were harvesting organs from aborted babies who uh, who may have still been, their hearts may still have been beating when they did it. Now, I know you can't get into the details about that, but the question I'm asking is, um, this is a this is a pretty big deal if it's true, and, and is this not something that at least locally here in Western PA, the Republicans should be jumping on? Because... Because of abortion, you said it's not a huge factor, as at least as big as some of the other issues, but it is uh, an issue this this uh, time around because of Roe v. Wade being overturned and all that. Uh, this was I'm I'm kind of surprised that the Republicans haven't jumped on this and demanded uh, some answers. I got to look into that story. I I haven't seen it. I'm not familiar with the details of it. But that sounds uh, horrifying. I think. One one aspect of this abortion uh, situation is that for the first time, Democrats are really having to explain um, just how extreme they are on the issue. I mean, you got to remember, under Roe v. Wade, America had the most liberal abortion laws pretty much in the world. We're, on, we're in the same category as China and North Korea, which is the last place that you want to be on any issue. Um, so I think a, a benefit of Roe v. Wade getting overturned, in addition to obviously saving the lives of millions of unborn babies, is that Democrats, for the first time, are really having to go on the record and say if they support limits to abortion. By the way, John Fetterman has said he supports no limits to abortion whatsoever, which is pretty much as extreme as you can get. So I'm I'm not familiar with that specific story. 
I do know that th- this has been uh, very revealing into, into how Democrats handle the issue of abortion, and it just makes them look more extreme, more out of touch. Um, and I think it can certainly motivate our base to come out and vote. Um, finishing up here with uh, Gates McGavick. He's a strategic communications director for the Republican National Committee. I just, uh, just before we go, uh, I want to get back to Fetterman real quick. What are they, how do you like the chances of him showing up for the debate on, what is it, a week from tomorrow, right? Yeah, I mean, I, look, if he doesn't, that tells you everything you need to know about him. If he can't show up for one debate, he's not going to show up for Pennsylvanians in the Senate. Um, I hope he shows up. I hope he is forced to explain his incredibly radical record, and I know that Dr. Oz will make short work of him. Um, it's also, I think, just going to be must-watch TV, frankly, and um, I very much hope we'll show up and, and follow through on his word. I mean, it took forever to get him to commit to a debate. Um, and so hopefully he follows through, shows up, and Pennsylvanians see the true radical that he is. There's a story out there that uh, his wife may have actually become the de facto uh, candidate because she nobody knows really how much of what he's saying, tweeting, uh, is actually coming from him. Well, I mean, that's, that's the problem, too. I, that, that, that's a massive problem, right? This is a guy, he's asking to get a taxpayer-funded salary to do an extremely important job for the people of Pennsylvania with life-or-death consequences, and the fact that there are even questions being raised about who's really the candidate and who's really steering the ship, I mean, that should just be a massive red flag for voters, and I think it is. Hey, Gates, uh, I'm out of time. I, I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll see what happens. We're uh, three weeks away. It would be really nice to actually have, you know, have election day and then go to sleep at, uh, uh, Tuesday night knowing nice. who won. That would be nice. That would be nice. Where RNC is working to make that a reality in the future. All right. Thanks, Gates. All right. Thank you. Okay. We'll be right back. This is Molly Hemingway. In 2020, millions of Americans experienced the most troubling election of their lives, which is why I wrote the book Rigged, how big tech, the media, and Democrats seized our elections. I write about Mark Zuckerberg's efforts to take over election operations in key states and Mark Elias, the same shadowy lawyer behind the Russia collusion hoax who reshaped elections across the country to benefit Democrats. And I examine how the coronavirus was used to force election laws designed explicitly to help their party. Remember, the same media and political establishments that orchestrated the 2020 election had tried to delegitimize Trump's 2016 victory. My book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections, exposes the truth behind the players responsible for the 2020 power grab that destroyed the credibility of our political institutions and the press. Don't miss Molly Hemingway's book, Rigged, How the Media, Big Tech, and the Democrats Seized Our Elections. Now in paperback wherever books are sold. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. The secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple, it is going to drive you crazy. Ask yourself, is this current market making you sick? Logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red? Well, let me tell you a secret. The best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year. The crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now. 
Down Markets means everything goes on sale, including these profit printing machines. Want to stop playing the loser's game and guessing what the next hot stock will be? Market Beat is about to text you our new report. Seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285. These companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down. Get your free copy of Seven Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever. Just text profit to 68285. Text the word profit to 68285. Don't wait. This report is only available for a limited time. Text the word profit to 68285. Message and data rates apply. Individual results may vary. Consult with your tax or investment professional. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. So, um, how would you feel if uh, two years from now you were hearing about uh, the Steelers getting a new stadium? Uh, no more, no more Acrisure Stadium. Um, that seems ridiculous because Heinz Field and the now Acrisure Stadium, uh, it, doesn't, it just doesn't seem like it would need to be replaced. Um, but uh, down in uh, Nashville, this is a subject we talk about a lot here, about how NFL teams that, that are valued at billions of dollars and who make, three hundred, I think it's $350 million a year now in TV, before they before they sell a ticket, I, I could be wrong, but that, I I think that number is right. Well, down in Nashville, the mayor, uh, his name is John Cooper. He has struck a deal with the uh, Tennessee Titans. They're going to build a new stadium. Of course, it's going to have a dome on it because you can't have a stadium without a dome uh, in Nashville. You know where the weather is such the it's just kind of like you know Minnesota, Detroit, places like that with absolutely frigid weather. They're going to build a stadium in Buffalo. Taxpayers are going to pay for that, and they're not going to put a dome on that. But they do want to put a dome on the one in Nashville, and they're talking about it costing $2.2 billion. Now, I mentioned Heinz Field was built, I think it opened 2000, was it, or 2001, whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure it costs like $250 million. Well, this is... um, this is 10 times more expensive for a stadium uh, 20 years later. I know inflation comes into that. But um, the Titans are going to put up $800 million and uh, they're going to pay $2.2 billion to build this thing and hand it over to the Titans, who are going to make all the money on it. So just get ready, because uh, when you start seeing places like uh, Nashville getting new stadiums and the teams like the Titans getting new stadiums, the Steelers are going to want one to, you know, so that they can stay you know, competitive. It's only a matter of time. Get ready for it. It's unbelievably stupid and, by the way, corrupt. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steckerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.